Hi, I'm Danielle Ross, your message clarifier. Do you have a message that has stunted your potential and keeps you entangled? Imagine how your life could be different if you rewrote some of the messages that you carry. Join me as my guest and I visit with you regarding the messages you carry. We will deconstruct messages related to love, death, trauma, race, relationships, and so much more. Go to my website to sign up for the podcast at www.themessages.net. I look forward to helping you rewrite the message you carry. Hello, this is Danny Ross, your message clarifier. I am here to share a little bit about my journey through education and some of my reasons for choosing to to move on, to depart, to to work in education in a different capacity. I'm excited, I'm elated, and just like any human being, I'm a little bit nervous about that next chapter and what it means. I'm gonna share the joys, the challenges, and the struggles of being an educator for over 19 years. I will also share with you what led to, to just leave this profession that I love. I started as a substitute teacher after I left undergraduate college and substituting changed my world. I was given an assignment for about eight weeks to work with a group of, if I can remember correctly, fourth graders. And at the end of my journey, I had done such a good job based on on teacher feedback um, that they threw me a party in my honor in leaving um, that particular school. Um, It was the first time that I realized that I could make a difference. I always knew that I had this capacity to help people and people wanted to talk to me and I was a good listener. And so I decided that I would um, I would go and pursue a master's degree in counseling at Florida A&M University. I love Florida A&M University. It's an HBCU in Tallahassee, Florida. I feel like that's my second home. That's the place where I learned to grow up, and I learned to grow up quickly. Um, When I left for Florida A&M, I went with I think it was two boxes and a suitcase on a Trailways bus, but I was determined that I would pursue this thing called counselor education. I had a good friend who allowed me to stay um, with him while I transitioned and you know the rest is history. Um, I got my counselor certification, got my first job, worked at several schools and things of that nature and since that time I I've tried some different professions, um, came to Texas to work in a church as the music director, and I still missed working with kids and being around just that whole atmosphere of education. So I decided to return back and I went back to Florida, not to Florida, excuse me, I went back to um, Fort Worth ISD. 
And I worked there for a year until we recognized that my certification was not quite the same from Florida to Texas. They wanted me to work an additional year um, as a teacher, and but I had to be on our license. So had to go back to school to get that done. And in the meantime, I was working in social services uh, with a company called ACH Child and Family Services, which really helped me see... Um, the student and the family from such a different angle. I do believe everything happens for a reason. I don't think I would be the counselor that I am today had I not had that experience um, working in social services. Um, but I got my teaching certification, and then my first position um, in as a full-time teacher um, I got to work with a group of third graders. I got my certification as a EC through fourth grade teacher. And I did that because one of the reasons I knew my math skills were really poor. And I said, um, I probably could pass that particular test um, for certification. So I decided I would do EC through four. And I knew I didn't want to work with the big kids um, because at that time I was terrified of them. I'm like, wow, those kids will say and do whatever they want. Um, but I have a very different perspective today, but we'll get into that later. Um, so here I am today. Um, I've had so many good opportunities in my current school district to where after I finished teaching, I started, you know, working as a school counselor. And then I went into being an intervention counselor. And I would say being an intervention counselor really taught me that when you're in a position of authority, people expect you to know. And not all times did I know what to do, but I knew how to find out. I knew how to find resources. I knew how to talk to the person who could be helpful. And that really saved me a number of times. And so I had a wonderful time in that position. And I've also worked, um, I ended up working in high school, the most fearful position I thought would, you know, I could ever have. So I did that for quite some time. And I, I totally, actually, I enjoyed working in high school because it seemed as though I could listen to them as the person I wanted to listen to me as a high schooler. And I found that that was really, really helpful in doing my job. You know, I just kind of put myself into the place as a student at my age when I was in high school and how I wanted to be treated as a student. And I knew that kids just wanted to be heard and they, they needed to see that someone cared. Sometimes I like to shift to the background. I don't like to be out in the forefront. Um, but I also realized like everything is not about me. Everything that I pursue, everything that I do is not about me because there have been so many people ancestry-wise who have fought for me, for, fought for my freedoms, fought for me to get a good education, sacrificed for me. And so I've been feeling as though I'm supposed to do more in that particular 
space i've witnessed so so much this past year i've witnessed you know the death of people i've known for years some young people some older people COVID 19 has brought on tremendous depression anxiety and so many different things and you know there have been so there has been so much loss um I look at the social and political issues. I've never seen things like this in my lifetime, the way that we talk to each other on public platforms and just just don't talk with love and compassion. And for me, that's becoming very normalized, like to just be ugly. And I was thinking when I was a kid, treat other people the way you want to be treated. And certainly... I think those same values should stand true today. So I think we got some inner work that we have to get back to, like treating people the way we want to be treated. We can disagree, but that doesn't mean that I have to call you out of your name and make fun of you and and just totally disregard you. I'm on the side of empathy, compassion, and treating people well, um, even if we don't agree. So... I'm hopeful that we get to a place to where we can have, you know, the crucial conversations without having to be so ugly and and not having to be so nasty about it. I just think we got to get to a place to where we humanize each other as people who want to be seen and heard and cared for. Um, you know, and I was thinking about one of my reasons also is, you know, I've just seen so many things with people close to me, just some health issues. And, you know, I wanted the freedoms to make sure that I'm available to to help with some of those those things of, you know, um, people who are close to me. Um Shooting of unarmed black men and black people. I really want to do more um, with the young people, with with uh, with marginalized people of color, um, and particularly males. Um, I want to I want to help develop skills and communication. Um, topics and and ways to communicate so that we can be better people and we can communicate our feelings versus acting them out and I'm hopeful that there'll be a recourse as to you know just just how we treat each other again and how we treat each other in the family and how we treat each other in the community um I've already seen like some things change um, and some some direction and some course type things happening for me. Um, I'm looking at doing some consulting work with schools regarding racial equity. I want to do more research related to counseling practices of marginalized populations of color. I plan to do more um, writing of books, uh, my messages, a self-discovery workbook for teens and and messages to my child, a self-discovery workbook for parents. I want to do more speaking engagements, therapy and supervision and just my continued work trying to uplift students, faculty and teachers. I want to make sure that we are all seen and heard. There are so many people who have helped hold my hands up when I wanted to let them fall. 
I want you to keep me in your thoughts and prayers. Those people, I it's, it's too many to name, so I won't even start. But you know who you are. You know how you've helped me. And you know how I, I need you to continue doing what you have always done. Um, I want to thank certain um, school communities who have taken me on as an employee and also taught me so much. Um, Leon County School District in Tallahassee, Florida, Wakulla School District in Crawfordville, Gaston County um, School District, Columbus Municipal School District in Columbus, Mississippi, Fort Worth ISD. Last but not least, Keller ISD. I have so much respect, so many friends who have really guided me along the way and made me a better person. They made me a better counselor. And you guys have been my family away from family. I do want to say, if there's something that you feel like is is purposeful and it's something that you know that you're supposed to do, I want you to start listening. I want you to start preparing. I want you to start setting yourself up for that greatness that you know that you know that you're supposed to become. And I also want you to recognize that there is more for you to do on an individual level and a macro level. I want you to make sure that you take heed to whatever it is that you're supposed to do in life and know that you were created with purpose, you have destiny, and if nobody else tells you that they love you, know that I love you, I care about you, I'm here if you ever need me, you know where I am, um, any school district or parent or child whoever needs me, um, but I want to say thank you to parents and students who have taught me to be a better person, who've taught me to be a better um a better guide, a better friend, a, a better um, student. I thank you for instilling that into me. So until next time, I just want to say keep the oil burning, keep the lamps burning, and know that you have the ability to do more and know that you can do whatever it is you want to do. Be encouraged. Have a great day and a great week. I look forward to talking to you again, and I will see you the next time. Take care. Thank you so much for joining our podcast, The Messages We Carry, and listening to the show. Please stay connected through our social media platforms. The Messages We Carry on Facebook and DLR Counseling Group on Facebook. To follow us on Instagram, please go to at DLROSS72. Your one-stop shop for all things The Messages, go to my website, www.themessages.net. As we go throughout our week, I challenge you not to hold on to negative messages, but to challenge messages that you carry. Just because you think it, it doesn't make it accurate. Just because you thought it, it doesn't make it fact. Just because you feel it, it doesn't make it real. I'm here to help you. I am your host, Danny L. Ross, your message clarifier. See you at the next show. Have a great week and challenge the messages you carry.